0: This episode of the Italian Australian podcast was recorded on Wadandi, Wajaknunga Budja. We pay our respect to elders past, present and emerging and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. <laughs> Ben a tutti, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Italian Australian podcast. I'm Josie Jacqui, and I'm here with my brother Lucas. How are you?
1: I'm good, Josie. How's yourself today?
0: Really good, thanks. We're really excited to introduce our guest for today. Today we have Diana Furs. Hi, everybody.
1: Welcome, Diana. Thanks for being here with us.
0: Thank you. Now, Diana and I have been friends for quite a long time. I am just trying to remember exactly. It's more than twenty years. Is that correct, Diana? Yeah,
2: nineteen ninety eight, maybe ninety nine. Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's safe to say, um, yeah, a long time. And um, we actually met through our um youth group through the church. Hmm, that's right. Yeah,
1: the guys are brave throwing out the dates. Sometimes you hold the details back and don't. If way too many specifics and how we're, old we were starting to climb up but that's okay
2: we're aging ourselves aren't we yeah it's, we said it was a youth group so clearly yeah. we were <laughs> we were young, we were yeah, we
1: need young. For the day, so they can work out yeah but that's okay <laughs> there you go oh that's right so yeah but you
0: were one of the leaders at the time
2: yeah yeah it was awesome it was lovely to get to meet you JC, as a young person and it was just so fortunate that we were able to continue on you know connecting as adults when yeah, and you know, happy to have been included in lots of family events since then and milestones. So, yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. And then um, along the years, um, you and Lucas, your paths have crossed through just different things, and obviously yeah. both um, being in Bunbury still.
1: So. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, me and um, Diana probably see each other more than you do yeah, now, and Josie. Now yeah. you being up in Perth and me being down in Bunbury most of the time. So yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, we definitely. Um, yeah, it's lovely you get to see each yeah. other a fair bit and catch up. Yeah,
2: fun. And sometimes we just yeah, bump into each other in different places at yeah. work
1: or Bunbury's not so big, I suppose, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, funny the way that it pans out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it
0: is. So yes, yeah, so like we said, Diana and I remain friends um well into adulthood mm-hmm. through um having children around similar mm-hmm. times. And um, it's really special, we're um, godparents for each other's children.
2: So mm. that was so funny, wasn't it? How it worked out. We were both sort of thinking about asking each other at the same time. It was just, yeah, it was a really lovely thing, and um, so nice to be included in your family's celebration for Alessia's um, baptism, and then for you know, on the inverse for my little boy, Sonny's baptism. It was beautiful to that, share that. That
1: is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got that um connection as well, I suppose, because I'm Alessia's godfather and you were the right. godmother, so we did that together. Yeah, that's right. Um, back, what, seven odd years ago or whatever that yeah. was now? So, you know, that's well, really it nice. just
2: entered yeah.
0: my mind. I was like, oh, I'm interviewing Alessia's godmother, but then it actually tweaked me just now or actually. Well,
1: your... Also the uncle but and godfather as yeah. well. And um, we just had a quick chat with Nonna. Maria to get some facts straight as well. So we do have another family connection yeah. with um the Miranta family um being related to you guys yes, through um right. your dad's side, the Jamelli yeah. family. Yeah. Um, and what did it pan out? So Nonna Maria baptised uh, John Miranda, the believe, son, yeah, um, son of Mary, and Nat.
2: Yes, that's right. And my family sponsored or my nonno sponsored. Mr. Morant and Natalie out from Italy, yep. and we have a family real family connection there. So I'm not quite sure of what the the relationship is. They're obviously definitely related, but yeah,
1: not sure. Well, they're all from Sondrio yes. originally. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's quite interesting. It's um, yeah, had links kind of yeah. back up, and uh, I'm not sure if any of those guys are tuning in, but if they are, we say hello to oh, them. Hello. And um, yeah, so we definitely sort of connected there. And we do have that Sondro sort of hidden piece in our family tree where bombshell has been dropped on us recently. Hey, Josie, just um, for my life anyway, being involved in the family tree. So I know that we've done an episode kind of touching on this, but I'm always working on it. And when I say it's an on and off sort of progress, it's because you have to be fully in the right frame of mind to look at all these records and think about things. But now there's been a bit of a bombshell dropped, whether we have that Sondro line or not. Wow. So another um, relative has disputed what my non has told me i mean it's going back a little while so now um the timing for us having this episode with you i was thinking for the last few years that we sort of had a bit of ancestry from where your family originated yeah. from italy but now hundred percent i'm not sure if i can say we do or not. it's a bit debatable at mm. the moment so maybe isn't that weird yeah life is
2: weird isn't it and like that connection i bet you guys do I,
1: yeah well look just we, yeah. we never knew that we did and then it's only me um discovering all this stuff that I found out apparently that, I mean, it's going back a little bit, but that we did have some ancestors from up there. Okay. And then now just recently me asking more of the family back in Italy staff, um, one of the great uncles said, oh, no, I don't think that's uh, actually right. Maybe okay. your nonna's got the town wrong and it's actually somewhere else. So, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. So mm. I'm not sure if I can say we have the ancestors from the same town or not watch right this space. today. Yeah, watch your space. <laughs> but maybe we do and that's why we're all great friends and yeah, who knows? Like who knows? Mm. We'd
0: love, Diana if you could tell us a bit um, more, about your Italian heritage, where your family are
2: from when they came yeah. to Australia. Yeah, no worries. Well, I guess it's that's a good um, intro, JC, because I do want to say that, you know, what we're chatting about, I'm not an expert. Um, My, my family, my origin story is I, my mum is an Australian lady and my dad is Italian. So his grandparents came, oh, sorry, his parents, my nonna and nonno, came out in the fifties, early fifties, they came out separately. So they didn't know each other at that time, which is sort of unusual in terms of how people come to Australia. Usually people come as a married couple, but they were sponsored out by, by a married couple, interestingly. So my nonno's brother um, sponsored him out and then separately his wife, who was related to my nonno, sponsored her out. And they met when they were out here um, and they were both from similar areas, not exactly the same village, but the north of Italy, Sondrio region and, um, met through that connection. So the brother and his wife sort of set them up as such. So, um, yeah, pretty interesting. We, we think, um, and then my dad was born here in Australia with his other siblings. So he's one of five and, um, they settled in the hills of Perth area, which is not uncommon for Northern Italians. Yep. Sort of a bit of a collection up there, yep. and a lot of Gemellies. Um, Interestingly, we call it Jamelli Town, Pickering Brook, um, and that's where they came to live. And then, um, that's very a lovely history. Yeah, yeah. You know that there was a lot of like Northern Italians in particular in the hills. Yeah,
0: there. It's very
2: interesting.
0: I love it when yeah. I things.
1: Yeah, Pickering Brook. Well, Pickering Brook. Um, I get to visit there a little bit with my. Music and mm-hmm. um, I get out to Corsider and I think it's definitely by an Italian family. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure on the origin of this Northern Italians. Well,
2: we our release have the Carmel cidery up in okay. that area, yep. and that's that they're the So that is actually the granddaughter of the uncle that sponsored my nono. Right there you go. Okay. So my second cousin. Yep. And her dad was was my dad's first cousin, and then the. Back. The next generation was siblings. So um, a lot of them still up there and interesting to see how they're changing things, you know, like the industry is changing and they're sort of evolving to be um, contemporary like they were orchardists and now they're sort of going into cider and hospitality yep. and yeah, it's really Just, nice to see.
1: Yeah, the moving with where the industry is kind of going now, but still doing the same sort of yeah. thing. It is very interesting, I suppose. Um, one of the main reasons we wanted to have you on was for the northern yeah. perspective um, so yeah we'd love to sort of hear about some of the differences yeah. that you might have noticed between um, yeah your Italian family maybe compared to you know the southern Italians yeah. and that sort of stuff yeah. um,
2: and it'd be interesting to know the stats in Australia like what the percentage of northern versus southern I guess from my experience because my family are that and we um, you know sort of mix with you know people from the north yeah that's that's probably been the most of my experience but then to come down here and to meet you guys and then you know it seems like most of the Southwest people yep. are sort of southern it's really yeah,
1: definitely really
2: interesting we haven't
1: been able to find that stat um yeah, and I search a lot of sort of that's random stuff. Italian stuff yeah. and I just it must be out there someone will know there'll be someone who knows a lot more than myself um mm. that will have that stat mm. but I really would like to know I don't know if we're quite as densely southern as Nine. the united states apparently they are yeah almost 90 percent. i feel like there's definitely enough northern italians around that you know they've left the sort of footprint and had the different yeah. sort of um traditions and whatnot by speaking to people but i think we're definitely more southern yeah without a doubt the guy across the road um old um gentleman across the road giovanni he comes from Saronno, which is not far from Mm. and then and yeah he said you know these guys are from there as well there's actually a guy that lives just up the street here as well and his parents are from there so there is quite a yeah. few around when you start bumping into people and yeah do you have many um extended family as well in australia that yeah have settled
2: yeah so um really largely in that hills of perth metropolitan or sort of sub-metropolitan area like just not far from perth um but i know that darden up, A lot of the families there, which is a small town just out of Bunbury here, um, agricultural town, a lot of those families were um, Northern Italian because there is the Jamelis out there, which we don't, um, see as relatives, but we are from the same village. They came out in the eighteen hundreds, which yeah, is really I was going to say.
1: There's all like the Depiatis yes, and Pernica. Resters, and yeah, Pernica, and these ones, and they are all southern. I think all from oh, the Valtellina, yeah. and like you're saying, they come a long time ago. Yeah, um, they came some out of the earlier settlers
2: before the First World War. Yeah, which is really interesting, but so interesting with the Jamelis out in done is. They actually look like us.
1: Must be related. I, Maybe I it's just like it's branched off at a certain stage. Yes. So now it's getting quite distant. So yeah. you don't not recognize it. Directly related, but yeah. someone must have been. Definitely. Someone. And
2: same village. So just fascinating, I reckon. But um, with regards to my uh, extended family here in Australia, um, so my dad's brother was already out here. He came out in the 20s, I believe. I hope I don't get this wrong and happy to be corrected but um so that's your
1: nonno's brother, brother right, and, the nonno's brother. Brother. and when nonno then farm? my nonno
2: my nonno came out in the 50s after oh, the, right. after okay. the second world war so he's i think i may be getting those dates wrong but his brother was already here and established yeah. and when the war came the second world war he he was fortunate to not be interned because he was growing fruit and vegetables for the war effort you know um yeah. contributing to feeding australia but he then sponsored my nonno out and Several of his siblings. One was left. The oldest one, Carmela, was left in Italy, mm-hmm. but all the rest of them came out. And just interestingly, you know, doing the family re- research, one of his brothers was. You know, I say this, and I'm not um not not in a derogatory way, but these are my relatives. But he was knocked back several times in his request to come to Australia, and the reason cited was, um enemy sympathies. Oh, really? Yeah. Fascinating, isn't it? And these are all lovely people. I can, you know, vouch for them myself. But, um, you know. So it,
1: what, would, what would lead to it someone would be being the
2: fascist connection, as, I would say. So
1: something out there involved with Up back in Germany. And... Yeah. Because
2: okay. initially, you know, as we know, the Italians were, I think not initially, but then, you know, came to be connected with the Germans in the yep. Second World War and then they separated again. Yep. But, you know, the fascists, there was people still there that were fascists, sort of sympathisers, and whether he was or not, I'm not sure, but that's what
1: the verdict was.
2: And he kept trying and he got out, and I'm happy to say none of my family are involved in anything, um, you know, untoward, but just so interesting to observe.
1: Very interesting. I suppose perhaps it's different up in northern Italy, hey, compared to maybe what our family experienced, and, I mean, at the end of the day, you never know what people would just trying to do to get by yep. as well and look after their families and yep,
0: that's whatever brush
1: right. they may have got tainted with for yeah. you know, anything that maybe they did or didn't even do and stuff that's like right. that. It's a different time. And, that's exactly But right. it is interesting. It's fascinating. Um, yeah, it is.
0: Going back yeah. to the difference just, again, um, like north versus south, hmm. I've got to wonder if that happened to a lot more northern Italians Purely because of the fact that they were much closer in proximity to Germany. Yeah. And perhaps they just knew someone or they'd visited Germany. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, like you know, yep. down in Calabria, they're not necessarily just further
1: different.
2: geographically. Yeah,
1: remote. absolutely. And, you know, down in Sicily, and you're so far away. And these, the northern regions there, I mean, you're basically in Austria. I think yeah. some of them are German speaking. And right. those areas up there have changed, I think, between being. Part of Austria, then going back to Italy and all the yeah. moving on the borders and stuff like that. So it's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, so. yeah that's
0: I right. Find was... out. But I'd, I would love to know if there were um, a lot more like Northern Italians being rejected or like maybe ones that came or that never ended up coming and being, you know, branded like, yeah, yeah. yeah. like you said, Diana,
2: enemy. Was it enemy? Or... Enemy or alien? I think it was enemy sympathizers. Yeah. 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 And I, it was my cousin that found that information through her genealogy and research. So just interesting because we're the next step removed and we can look at it and be fascinated, whereas, you know, I don't feel any concern because it's, you know, it is history. Yeah. And we can look at it sort of objectively and go, geez, that's really interesting. And like you say, it could be as simple, Josie, as someone just knowing someone or, yeah.
0: Stamps on his passport from having visited Germany a couple of times in his life, which you know, for just you know, innocent reasons, travel, work, something like yep. that, and like that's more just like opportunistic because they're so yep. close to Germany. So, yeah, yeah like I said so that's that would fascinating. Be really good to know. So that would be one. Um, if to we have at... any listeners that have got any information about that, just in terms of
1: the, yeah.
0: of the Northern Italians and especially around um World War Two, that would be really interesting for us. Isn't yeah, would
1: love to hear. Um Like we always say, it's about everyone. Learning um, and in a uh, episode we did back uh, with James Liotta and we touched on a few things and I got a message from a lady named uh, Julia and she uh, enlightened us with a couple of things about Sardinia which is where her uh, father was from and it's just good to hear a few things that we didn't sort of Mm -hmm. know we're just sort of touching on so I just learned even um, a couple of things from her um, writing in a message and saying a couple of things about the dialect and stuff like that so it's great so we'd love to hear from. People and anyone who, um, any of the listeners who want to yeah. enlighten us with facts that we're sort of touching on that we don't really know. So please feel free to send us a message or an email or, yeah, any uh, way you would like to reach out.
2: That's really interesting, isn't it? Mm.
0: It is, Diana. So um, you've mentioned that the, um, your family as well, that they didn't, they wouldn't say that they're relatives of, like, you know, other people with the same surname and mm. from like a similar place. Whereas I think that's a big difference with Southern Italians as well, like you're from the same place. Really? See, we're all
1: cousins, you know. Oh,
0: there
2: you
1: go. Is yeah. That, was... Would you agree yeah. that that's a difference in Northern
2: Italians, um, um Oh, sorry. I was... Well, yeah. I, I, I It's interesting because, like, you, you don't know what you don't know, I guess. And, like, I was trying to think when I was preparing, like, what are the differences? And some of the things are so inherent that you don't really know. But, yeah, you're right. Maybe a little bit of separation there, Like unless you know for sure you don't, Sort of claim them. That's in the Gemelli's case. That is, but those ones, particularly in Darden up, make really good wine. So I'm sort of um keen to, you know, be on the side. Yeah. Of, Let's claim them. Let's bring them in. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's it. That could just be boundaries, though. Because see, I think a lot of like they were talking about um Italians don't have like very strong like you know like boundaries, you uh, know, the yeah. family and this and that like boundaries. What's that? You know, yeah. um, but maybe that's that's one. Maybe Northern Italians have just you Know maybe they yeah, have Josie, the boundaries. that's a good
1: point. Um, yeah. I've got a friend of mine, um, and I won't say who it is exactly in case I don't want the name and the surname yeah. and stuff, but um, they're from Sondro's so or her grandmother was born in Sondro, and then the same surname is, um, there's another family down this over with the same surname and same sort of thing. They say they're not really related, related but they're from Sondro as well. And I remember saying to her, like surely, but I suppose like Josie's saying with the southern thing, if someone, I think, um, Daniel said it back in the um. Italian um team of the century with the AFL episode. If someone just like waves to someone over the hill back in <laughs> where from you almost, oh it's parente, yeah. You know, someone's, you know, this is uh comparinosh or whatever, it's kind of a bit yeah. different, maybe. Yeah. Um everyone's kind of you know, someone baptized someone's great auntie and uncle. So you know, you're cugini and this and that. I think the cultures are slightly it's different slightly in that different. regard, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So we've
0: got differences in immigration, possibly. Differences yep. in interpersonal boundaries, just <laughs> something maybe yep. more well-rounded and healthy in the in the north. <laughs> um, what else? What
2: about our <laughs> cuisine? I think, yeah, at a superficial level, I definitely made some observations. So I've heard you guys talk about and, you know, lots of southern Italian people talk about sauce day. We didn't do that. That wasn't a thing for us. We also, the Chilean food and strong um flavors we didn't ever have anything like that um this is a funny one my dad is averse to any white or creamy food okay (laughs) it's so funny so it's just we just know it so i wasn't i wasn't raised with anything like that and this is a funny little one too um he says pancetta instead of pancetta so i'm a stickler i'm sticking with his one but something that is very important to us is salami um we that's a big tradition that we still hold on to. And I remember as a kid with my grandparents, it was a whole weekend thing. And it's was great fun. Like we loved it and we still do it now and we still love it. It's you know, there's there's the usual disagreements about whose recipe we're using and yeah, everyone wants yeah. to now the younger people want to branch off. But you
1: it. guys aren't making with any chili at all, hey?
2: Well, well, or, the the
1: oh, well, like, traditionally the, traditionally we don't. I've been told that by Giovanni across the road here, who yeah. I mentioned again, a um, beautiful, um, sort of elderly gentleman. He's ninety three now, and um, I'm hoping to have a chat with him at some mm-hmm. stage. But um, as mentioned, he's from Saronno, which is part of the Valtellina, which I think is not too far from Sondrio. And yeah, he can't eat the sausages that we make, the mm. really hot, spicy southern style ones. He just can't eat them, and no. he says like that's not how we do them out there, no. like in the north. Just don't get food like this, so nah. he's not used to it, and he doesn't really rich, sure. he doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah, but I think um he mentioned a fair bit of um of garlic. I think yeah, they put in which we don't put it cinnamon, all on our
2: ones. Cinnamon, we use cinnamon. Okay,
1: um, it's interesting. They're very different flavors, and yeah, yeah, no
2: fennel either.
1: Okay, so we do as yeah. well. I think some southerners don't as well. It comes down to personal preference, but I think the sausages are definitely. You can put one there and one there. You can tell the north yeah. and the southern straight away. It's interesting. It's <laughs> a good isn't way it? to sum up the two different um cultures. Just looking at the sausages yeah. but
2: yeah, well, my because my um husband is not he's Australian and he likes to have some chilli. So now we got to the stage where we're very diplomatic. We everyone gets their own portion. They can put what they like in it, okay. and we have a bit of an experiment. But my dad, a little bit of chilli, and he's like, oh no, that's so. That's I suppose really it's just what
1: you're used to yeah. coming down
2: to. And I think availability yeah, yeah. because, you know, the southern is sunnier and warmer and yes. those things grow better. And this, probably I was thinking about the fresh tomatoes as well, like for tomato sauce, maybe that's why as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, more sun.
1: Yeah, I suppose there's obviously things that um, are geographically yeah, easier or, you know, just the way that it happens. And I suppose um also the reasons that... The different types of people who've passed through these areas, yeah. as well, and obviously the south had different people settling and passing yes. through com- compared to the north, and you yep. factor in the actual geographics and the weather and that sort of stuff. So it all kind of shapes to
0: yeah, adds um, to the how culture. we see
1: the traditions right now. Yeah, but what yeah.
0: about eating pasta? Because I know that in um in some other areas up in the north, they don't eat a lot of pasta actually. Mm. So if you're not eating a lot of pasta, then you probably You're not needing a lot of sauce to go on the pasta, so that's true, um,
1: Josie.
0: So would you know? um, Yeah. Yep. I know it's definitely more like rice and like polenta. Polenta.
2: You know, like
0: in um, you know, um, you know, Trentino, um, you know, Veneto, those kind of places. It's definitely pasta is an occasional dish. I don't. So what about um, Andrew?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Polenta was is a big one. Um, and was a big one, and Dad. My dad's talked about back, you know, when his he was living at home as a child, that they even had they used to make buckwheat polenta, which is sort of the amaranth plant. So it was okay. a wild growing plant, and it's you can get it now. It's become quite, you know, as these things do in cycles, become quite gourmet. But they had polenta out of that, and it was something that they they didn't grind it up here, but that's what they would have done in Italy. And chestnuts, that's yeah. a big thing in our family. Yeah, and back in Italy and I know from my travels they grow wild in Italy and they're more in the hills the cold areas and so they used to you know chestnut flour was a sweet flour for desserts and um nuts in general so walnuts hazelnuts that sort of stuff um was probably more of a protein source up in those hilled areas so we I do remember at Christmas time with my nonna and nonno was a treat to have ravioli that was like,
1: you well, know, ravioli is a northern dish, isn't it, Joe? So I'm pretty sure originally ravioli is. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm quite yeah, there sure. You go. Um,
2: to be honest. If Luke... You look
1: at the origins. I mean, obviously, now you see it everywhere, a, but yeah. I think it's originated. I mean, it's, it's a hard one now because you see it obviously everywhere. Yeah. And some will say that, you know, they even do it better now down south or here, just for example. Yeah. But I think, I, I believe that the ravioli originally. Um, well, that makes from sense. Because that's a that yeah. so, it
2: was, it was like our treat food on Christmas Day. And it was beautiful i still love it because it's a it's oh,
0: great yeah. you know it's, yeah maybe it's um you
2: know it's from
1: lombardia
0: maybe as a somewhere
1: up north i think yeah
2: yeah it's interesting so you know quite a few differences in foods um i think also like i don't know if you guys have observed but a bit suspicious of other people's foods that weren't in your family so i don't know whether it's like a old thing from probably probably passed down you know even just um unconsciously like when we'd go somewhere without you know because we were sort of with our cousins and uncles and that they'd be like oh what did what what did you guys bring all right we'll yeah. have your food probably from survival from back in the back in the day when things were quite tough so um that's just you know that's at a superficial level just the things that I've observed but um interestingly like you know I don't, I don't, if you want to drill down a bit further um attitudes and stuff would you like
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. About that? I would love to.
2: Yeah, because um, interestingly, when my mum started going out with my dad, being Australian, he, you know, he was sort of teaching her stuff about Italian culture, and he um explained, and uh, this is not my attitudes, it's it's theirs. They said he said to mum, oh, um, people from the south are called Tarungs and I don't know, I you know, I'm not, yeah, I don't have on an understanding.
1: Um, what does that so oh, so... could be Joe? So I just went down and said I was just trying to think what it might be in He's Italian said... or our dialect or southern dialect. It could it's be terrone. With,
2: of the, of the, um, of the mad earth. Of the church, like...
1: oh, okay, it must be terrone then. Yeah. yeah. So it, was, it was it was something
2: yeah. like that. People of the mad earth. Mum yeah, didn't, yeah, well, didn't realise yeah,
1: that go. In, in 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 standard Italian now it's it's Terrone. terrone which okay. means um like from the earth. I like like people because earth is terra, so it's like okay. people that are like working the land. I think Joe saw people there, kinda of like the farmers got like the like that's connection right. on the land that terrone. But it is um, it
0: is a derogatory
1: oh Yeah it was. Well, yeah. I, I don't think it's a super really bad word, but it's used in a derogatory yeah. way. Kind it's of like you know like the it's... northern people called uh polantone. And yeah. the southern is the terrone. Yeah. So Yeah,
2: it might be that. I that but think maybe then, right. that's
1: their dialect, or however they say it up north, I'm not too sure. Yeah, if got well, that or slang.
2: She didn't know what it meant. My mum didn't know what it meant, and she went to work. She was a nurse, and she met someone from the south. And this lady said, "Oh, I'm from the south," and Mum's, "Oh, my my partner's Italian," and um, she said, "Oh, you you must be a Tarung," and the lady was like, "No, what a Tarung?" And Mum's like, "Yeah, no, my, you definitely that's what you're called." That's what my husband said, and it said someone. She said, "No, that actually means." Someone, people from the Mad Earth, wow. and um, it was actually an insult. So, oh yeah, look, it, claiming, it most claiming. definitely
1: can be used as an insult. But now, like, Dad's got a shirt. I think Josie, I can't remember if it was when we went to Italy together. We brought Dad a shirt. You, you know, you buy the shirts, and it says like per "cento percent terror like hundred percent wow. and stuff like that. So it's, it's like kind anything.
0: of it's like it's wog maybe, boy. It's how you exactly use it. Like,
1: wog. Exactly, it can be used in a funny way now. Like wog gets thrown around, like. Yeah. everyone's business is nothing but then back in the day it could be used as a really harsh word yeah so i think terron is kind of definitely that status now okay. but back in those days it might have been a bit more dicey Pointous. and yeah. depends on who's saying it in yes. what context yeah um
2: we we thought oh, it was it was funny a funny story in our family because yeah p- poor mum was sort of set up being, oh
1: yeah i think that you know. would have been yeah a bit of a dicey one to say yes. but she obviously didn't didn't realize
2: no, she didn't at all and it's interesting when um I went to my husband and I traveled to Italy on our honeymoon we spent a month there amongst other places in the Mediterranean and um when I spoke to my nonna about where to go she this is so it's really interesting you know probably quite conservative her attitude she said don't go anywhere further south than Rome right. which Rome's in the middle you know like that's yeah, Rome,
1: smack bang in the middle doesn't
2: leave a lot um yeah, yeah, and I was like, really. So now
1: we're getting further into the northern southern divide now, which yeah. is a real
2: interesting. You know, well, um, we we did go further south because we wanted to see all the beautiful spots, you know, especially the Mount. as well, that we area. Didn't. Not
1: that to- okay. No, that okay.
2: we didn't. It, maybe next time. Yeah, definitely, we'd love to because there is still relatives there. But um, yeah, it's it was that was really interesting because it was an insight I thought into her, you know, how she thought about it, and maybe based on older you
1: know exactly because you're talking That's about your smart. nonna who well, i know your your nonna is like 90. 93 so okay so we're talking about you know um quite a sort of elderly person yeah and back in those days um i, I don't want to use the word racism or whatever but it's just the way that they were instilled yeah. from the generations above them and the things that people didn't um what's totally the word agree. they didn't understand there, there wasn't the awareness and the sort of um yep. it's just, just a different world but they did used to say what was the phrase, phrase? it wasn't like uh, was it africa starts at Rome, where Africa starts under Rome. There was, you know, the phrase that used to go around and things like that that the northerners would say. And it's funny now that these days, like I sort of say to people, go to Rome because obviously we have our mother born in Rome, a family in Rome. So Josie and I love Rome. We bang on about yeah. every episode. But I generally say to people, go to Rome and no north. More north, yeah. go down south, go go to Puglia, go to Napoli, go to the Malfi Coast, go to Calabria, go to Sicily, go to yeah. Sardinia, Go you know, or maybe stop in at Florence or somewhere. But, I mean, maybe it's in our blood, but I definitely... Um, we'll be honest and say I enjoy the South yeah. more just from my perspective in yeah. the place that I have visited. I'm mean, saying that I've done a lot more of the South than the yeah. North. Um, but, yeah, it's funny to it's go back interesting. and, um, yeah. I mean, if you, if you I bet you, if you go and speak to someone who's from Sandro now or even a direct relative of you, they probably have visited Sicily and that in summertime and love mm. it. It's just different. It's just that time yeah. period where people probably didn't mix. And you've got to remember that yeah. Italy does have that, Real big and real history of being completely separated, yeah. they were different. Um,
0: well, that's yeah. where I think it comes from. I think that actually, think so, that um, Africa starts at Rome, I think that's actually a direct, um, like result of the back of like when times of the Roman Empire actually, yeah. when it was right. sort of, you but
1: know, then obviously, you had the whole before the unification in 1861, yep. Yep. you had all the separate states and the papal states and the kingdom of two Sicilies, and they were all very separate, but the south was more. Together even than the north was. Hmm. Um, basically the southern regions kind of acted as one in the okay. kingdom of two Sicilies. And then from like the cent- what we know as central Italy to north now were kind of all separate, but they definitely weren't part of the south. Wow. Um, so I think it stems from there as well. And if you're speaking to someone who's in their 90s and they're being raised by someone who now might have been, what, 130 or so, you're getting some fairly um sort of olden mm. mindsets and um definitely. so you can't judge these people and say, like, the last thing I'd ever say is that you're not necessarily something bad or wrong because yeah. it's just, it's how such a different work. time frame and yeah. how they've been brought up and what they were led to believe yeah. and how people were. So, uh, but it is interesting to know it's that the, the mindsets and, uh, yeah, I do get a little bit of that stuff when I speak to Giovanni across the road, which um, I make the effort to go and see him every day. And um, him from being right up in the North will sort of have some similar views on things.
2: Yeah. That's so fascinating. That's lovely. Just as an aside that you go see him every day. Like what a, yeah. what a lovely thing, but I had that as part of my notes too, like the unification you know, it's still relatively recent. Like when yes. we were there in 2011, it was the 150 year anniversary, oh, yeah. and we didn't know that that was so recent. But before that, they were all separate, and I think that that's where it does come from. And the yeah. southern, probably having a um history, you know, being closer in proximity to we've got, you know, Turkey across oh, the side, very close Libya across the water, Egypt, North
1: Africa, and the Middle East. Yeah, yes. and
2: and the um things over time, you know, the invasions culturally as an observer like this is limited to what I've seen in my family so I'm not as I say a disclaimer'm not a, not an expert and and a bit of travel but a lot of reading as well culturally I can see similarities in the southern um Italians to those um countries across the water definitely so and even agree yeah oh yeah
1: yeah you, you I look mean,
2: like Cleopatra I reckon yeah
1: we I mean honestly yeah. I think um I mean, not to um, stereotype or whatnot, but the standard what people say is like the Southern Italian look, so the tan skin, the um, dark hair and features and maybe um, all these sorts of things. Um, We do look more similar to some of the people from the Middle East and Africa compared to someone from the North. We get a really um, taller, fairer-skinned person with the blonde hair and the blue eyes, which we don't really have any common sort of um, features, but from the people like you're saying in these areas, we look quite similar, so... Yeah it's so yeah, interesting. It's, it is.
2: And um also um what I think um from what I can have absorbed from my family the perceptions also about people from the south is that they and again it's from this you know if you think about when my grandparents came over early 50s so you know 70 years ago um was that um it's interesting though because we've all ended up working in agriculture but that they the people from the south were less industrial and probably you know to be fair a little bit of attitude there about you know the industrialized north people more um removed from those um primary industries type thing
1: yeah, yeah. there's always been a little bit of a divide there and you see even these days as well i mean the bigger most industrialized cities are up north yeah. um yeah. milan and venice and florence which is technically central italy but these places are quite different if you can yeah. down and visit um the beautiful more like the rugged right. and um mountainous or coastal areas down south so they're just mm. different i mean they're yeah. different um you know um naturally by nature yeah. you know so um it's always been the way but um yeah it's interesting i mean they're both it's hard it's hard to compare because they are very different Italy is a small country in terms of size but the cities are very vast yeah. and I must say I mean I have visited the north and it is beautiful like oh, Venice so and cute. Milan and yeah. uh, it, it I mean Probably really like
0: in Italy for such a small country so diverse it
1: really is so isn't much,
0: yeah absolutely Diana have you seen the films um is it Benvenuti Arnold and yeah
1: Benvenuti no Absurd? no oh, you have to it's, yeah, nice. it's basically um it's a oh, comedy and the first one is Oh, I always it this wrong, Joyce. Is the first one that they actually go up north? Is The Southerner Goes?
0: No, I'm sure it's Auswood.
1: Okay. It's just Welcome to the South and Welcome to the North. there's yeah. the first part in the sequel. And basically there's um, doing the stereotypes of the southern worker gets transferred up to the north mm-hmm. and then it's the other way around. The northern worker gets transferred to the, the south. south. So it's kind of like The Southerner goes up into the north and he can't believe how much they want to work and how fast they hustle around, how it's all work-orientated and the people just um, you know, they're not as friendly and family oriented, to just work and life so fast and, you know, that sort of stuff. Then when the, the northerner goes down south, he ends up falling in love with it and he can't believe how they're just so chill and they <laughs> bludge a little bit and how that is, you know, um it's all about the food and the family experiences. Wow. But yeah, I mean, obviously they overdo the stereotypes, <laughs> but how they do it is honestly it, um He's one of the funniest they're both two of the funniest things i've ever seen is yeah wow. i've been out for a while now like yeah but, um, they're, they're at, at least out. good 10 plus years or so maybe about 10 years yeah it's definitely, definitely
0: worth... L. L. Sword is the first and okay. it's, yeah it's so worth a watch i oh. think you would love them yeah i have to check yeah, have um i don't even have them on dvd i'm sure i've got one on dvd oh
1: you better to find them somewhere
0: yeah, yeah
2: i'll well, have a good thank you these yeah, it's sure. yeah it's
1: kind of on the theme, of the stuff that we're speaking yeah about in this episode
2: um if, if I can just touch on I know we um you know and you talked about it Luke before like this is all about you know entertainment but you know something that my mum did experience I just you know just uh quickly touch on a serious issue and I think it does pertain to maybe the northern culture it could be just unique to my family because I like, you know we see things and we think maybe that that applies to everyone but in my experience when my dad started dating my mum um my mum's australian as i mentioned his family were not happy mm-hmm. to the extent where when it was serious they actually um made him leave or he 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 chose to leave the family business right which was quite a thing back in the day you know 70 1976 77 And especially when, you know, you work in a primary industry sort of business and you're not getting paid a lot because there is an expectation that you'll get, in you know, you will one day inherit the farm. Yeah, Yeah. So that was our experience. And I understand when small groups of people go to another place, you sort of there is a tendency to stick together because, you know, for just comfort and protection, and I'm not talking about all Italian people I'm talking about my family but and so I can understand my grandparents perspective of that but by the same token that's not that was that was a a, you know hurtful experience for my mum and my dad yeah and has probably yeah I have to I have I do have to say that because um you know speaking to my brother about coming on here and you know, talking nicely and um, jovially about the differences—that was our experience, and that probably um, impacted on our perception of yeah, um, Italian of people. Of so that is an
1: interesting one because, yeah. in my experience, from what I've observed, I, I tend to think that that was more of like a Southern Italian sort of oh, really? trade, and I, well, I so out of the Northern Italian, Italian people, the whole then Luke? maybe yeah, but of the Northern people, the Northern Italian people that I know that are our generation, so maybe it's their grandparents that came out. I know several, even most almost, um, their mix of some stayed now and they where the southerners seem to, I feel like, whether it's come down to first, second, third generation, still often seem to kind of stay together more. with the northerners, I felt like it was a different sort of culture being more up in the north of Italy now those other sort of countries didn't hold quite as tight yeah. and I feel like this is might be the people that I've observed but I feel like a lot of the people who have the northern Italian backgrounds have seemed to mix with Australians and other cultures faster mm. than people that are purely from the south um
0: there you go but obviously you're... Neighbor. his wife is um Australian isn't Is well sorry she's no. just. Um,
1: yeah Australian. yeah that's what I mean so he's immigrated when he's 19 and straight away there was no um I don't know the word shame, but there was no issue at all. He's married a first-generation English-Australian lady. family Um, here, though.
0: Were his family here to disapprove? So that's the difference as well. Well,
1: he's come and he was with his auntie and uncle, I think some cousins, but his parents never came out. He's immigrated as an adult. Um, But I spoke to him about that and there was no dramas sort of at all where you didn't see that very often with if there's, you know, say Sicilian or Calabresi or these men have, you know, immigrated that sort of age. Hmm. I think the vast majority ended up. Um, marrying an Italian woman, definitely the immigrants. But I know, like I'm saying, even several of the people who um, came out from Italy, they even married an Australian woman or someone else straight away. And the kids Not even have began... the next gen. Yeah, yeah, but even then, you know, there's a good chance then, um, that, that, um, that, yeah, it follows suit. Yeah,
2: there you go. I thought it was maybe a Northern thing. And um, it's really interesting because, as I say, that could just be my... Those two that couple, my grandparents, you know, so I guess we to draw you know um to make a generalization about that is not necessarily true either,
0: yeah, I think there definitely is still um you know some internal racism within Italy, definitely between north and south. I'm not sure if yeah. it goes both ways or if it's more, the north sort of looking down a little bit um on yeah. People.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, like I say, that experience that we did while we were woofing, which was volunteer working on, on a farm, we wanted a you know a, a unique and um, authentic experience of living with a family. So we did two weeks, with with an Italian family, and like I say, the the husband was from the south and the mother was from the um north, and the kids said that they had experienced discrimination um, from the northerners about their mixed heritage, but. You know, interestingly, also my observations, you know, my my field of reference limited to cooking shows sometimes. I love um, Italian cooking shows. And, you know, one of my favourites is Antonio Coluccio, the great Antonio Coluccio, passed away, unfortunately. But, um, you know, and his season that he did with Gennaro Contaldo, who's from the south, and, you know, you can see there the two different cultures. Mm -hmm. And, you know, although I love um Antonio you know I did observe him to be a little bit um derisive of the catholic faith and for me you know that's not for everyone but I I'm I'm a catholic and I'm a practicing catholic and I sensed a little bit of um disdain from him whereas Gennaro was you know participating in all the you know the walking processions yeah. the beautiful fiestas fiestas that they have which is just and he was treating it with respect whereas um Antonio was a little bit um yeah, it was dismissive of it and, you know, saying, oh, you know, like basically, um, uh, you know, a, a traditional thing that is um, a superstition, which I thought is probably, um, you know, might be reflective of the culture in general because I, what I see, observed, um, the Southerners seem to, and for me, you know, I think is is a beautiful thing, have held on to the um, the faith, which, and again, that's not for everyone, but that's something that's important to me. Whereas, But I guess, you know, from my family's perspective, one of the things, the elephant in the room and, you know, the stereotype and maybe the misconception about the South and why my nonna, I suspect, said go no further south than the Rome yeah. was the mafia Yeah, or organized crime, you know. And people that I guess don't know and haven't been there may perceive that to be all encompassing of the South. Even myself, you know, who have travelled a little bit, you know, down the south, I still feel scared of that. I'm interested to hear what you guys think, you know, and I know it's not everyone and that is a stereotype, but that's, I guess, where maybe some of these misconceptions come from. And interestingly, we watched, you know, recent doco by Anthony straight you know, famous yeah, yeah. Australian-Italian called The Black Hand about the...
1: seen that advertised. Yeah, yeah. I made a note to watch, watch that. It. I have seen it advertised. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was about the origins of the mafia in Australia. And it interestingly started in Queensland. Okay. And, but the Southern, you know, the the names of the prominent families are all names we know. Yeah. The people that we know, because we were watching going, oh, that's such and such. That's there, you know. It's funny, though, because, like, you know, you said it, the elephant in the room. And Mm. um,
0: to be honest, it wasn't even on my radar. Do you know? Do you know that actually hadn't really popped up for me? I don't know. Um, What about you, Lucas?
1: Never even a thought, but go. See, um,
0: the two southerners are sitting here, and yeah,
1: <laughs> I think, um, when
0: so interesting
1: when you're of southern Italian extraction, it's just like you're sitting there with your nonno and your great uncles, your dad, and everyone, you're getting told of the stories, and it is such a small, tiny part okay. of the whole southern telling experience yeah. that, um, I mean, obviously, there's been different time periods where it's had more of a stranglehold and things like that but it's just been so over documented in film and theater and everything that um it's just blown up out of proportion but I think um obviously don't get me wrong you can't um go back and take away from history things that serious things that have happened bad things that have happened but it's still such a small percentage of what really happens and people's mindsets and um yeah but I mean it's an interesting one because we hadn't actually touched on, on on it yet. So, um, yeah, Diana's just
0: um, not for a North old
1: North. firing and taking no, on the mafia in the podcast here. So yeah. we hadn't, we hadn't actually uttered the word yet. We hadn't, no. well, um, well, you know, well, look, Josie and I had discussed that you can't do a podcast on anything Italian and not talk about the, um, the food and not talk about mafia. the certain things that you have to talk about good, bad, or sort of otherwise it just hadn't popped up yet. But I think, um, that is just really The difference between the north and the south and people's Mm -hmm. mindsets because you have people that are born and bred in the south that have never had any bad experiences or seen anything to to do with it so even though they know it's originated from down there and there's a history of it it hasn't ever affected them in any way um not saying that these things wouldn't happen in isolated incidents Mm -hmm. like the story that you're saying um but i suppose it's just yeah the difference of mindsets of um maybe like down south, I like we're f- like worried about the fog of going up to the north with the La <laughs> Nebia. Like I said, um, yeah. what did my Nonna say? So it was my nonna Maria who was um explaining to me about the history that we supposedly have from up where your family's from. And she said, Oh, but you know, up there it's always what do you call it? The nebia. The nebia I said, the fog. She says, Yeah, it's always a fog up there anyway. Or or the something,
0: that's the or Something like, like that.
1: that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, So that's the
0: real thing. that's the thing. So then in they think in the south we're just there in the fields, you know, like you know. On the eggplant, that kind of thing. But then they think that yeah, down the south yeah. or they think oh, you can't go up there. All
2: the smoke from the factories, yeah,
1: like yeah, and all that sort of stuff. That's but I'm um... so interesting, isn't it? It is.
2: Yeah. Really well, it's good to hear you say that because you know we have had different experiences. And I guess when you hear those conversations, that that sort of demonstrates the difference. You know, hearing people from the south and saying that you know that there's people that have lived there all their life and not encountered that we think that it's just everywhere and that it's not that everyone's involved, but that everyone will be affected, impacted. Yeah. So, you know, and those stories become folklore, don't they? You know, another, another person I worked with, his cousin, but this is someone my age, um, you know, the person, Josie, um, his cousin, he went to stay with his cousin and his cousin had bullets in his car, you know, from, cause he wouldn't pay, This is, again, this is all, you know, possibly folklore and had been exaggerated over time because he wouldn't pay um, protection money to look after his butcher shop. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, used to apparently do the fire lookout in the hills and people would put um, logs over the road to trap him. You know, so I guess we probably hear one or two of these stories and then that sticks in our head. as.
1: Of course. Uh, And, I mean, but there's also no disputing that some of this stuff, did happen and mm. was happening and probably is still happening, yeah. things like that. But it's kind of, um like I said, I still think it's a small yeah. part of um the beauty that Southern Italy is and has yeah. to offer. um And I think that these days Southern Italy is getting more and more of a tourist, um becoming more and more of a tourist location and these stories are kind of going to the past and yeah. people are starting to really it, experience. A lot more yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is nice, right. isn't it? As a, it's an industry and hopefully it's sustainable. So, yeah, yeah. And like
1: I said, back back in the day, I'm sure that um it is common sort of knowledge that the mafia had a like a stronger sort of yeah. say in what was happening. Um, but you got to remember that it's a big area as well to say that they're taking over the whole of all yeah. these regions. That maybe some parts for sure is worse and whatnot. But um, no, I think it's um. So obviously you didn't get down there past Rome when you were.
2: I, I went to the Malfi.
1: Oh, coast. beautiful! Okay, yeah, yeah
2: which yeah. is lovely in Capri
1: and oh, well, at least you still did that, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing part of the world. But yeah. there's still beautiful. much more to see. Well, down
2: there, so interestingly you know we went to um we're on the 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 bus to naples and we're reading a lonely planet guide
1: yeah <laughs> as we they give roughly a bad rap don't oh they gosh yeah it
2: says you know oh um this is a lawless city and we, as we're reading it, we're on the bus we're like oh my god what are we getting ourselves in for and to be honest i did feel a little bit unsafe in naples yes that might that, and that's not to say that that's what the whole south is like but we were happy to keep you know, to get on the train to get to the Amalfi yeah, out of there, because yeah. I felt a little bit scared. And maybe it's just because it's unfamiliar, you know, that's possible.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, the, I think the problem is that even a lot of Italians don't do the whole of Italy a favor because you get like the Northerners that are still say things yeah. like that. The South. So it gets a bit of a misconception. But I mean, obviously, there's some areas in all cities. I mean, obviously, some cities are worse that you might just want to yeah. not go to some area, just be a, bit of, a little bit more. Yeah careful I suppose so I um care. but I think if you yeah, yeah you're going probably. anywhere you just do it. um be mindful of
2: Have your eyes where open. you're
1: going yeah and that sort of thing because it's always going to be a bit of a risk um being in a foreign city That's right. um but I can say Jotie we went to Napoli together
0: we did go to Napoli did, together. and
1: I've been a few other times and um See, yeah had a beautiful time
0: you enjoyed it when you went had you been before?
1: Was it the first yeah, time? Yeah, I had. No, nah, I went I went, I went. went before me Me and you went. I think I've been almost every trip I've gone, actually, to be honest. Yeah. There you go. You didn't like yeah. when we
0: were staying, I remember, when we went. We only stopped in for the night, didn't
1: we? I can't remember, like I said, because I've been a few times. But I think where we stayed might have been one of those areas that's, you know, a little bit more dodgy perhaps i Um,
0: I just wanted to be close because we're just staying overnight so then yeah
1: um, look i think it was a tiny bit of a dodgy neighborhood but that's not reflective where
0: have you brought me kind of thing and i'm like we're just here for one night and you're like oh this is one of those dodgy spots we're not meant to be no
1: i I think i was only saying that because even the people at the hotel i think even they said like look like you guys have obviously come here from australia um just so you know like it's okay but just sort of the Eastern areas that aren't far from where we are now, might be a little bit That's dodgy. Right. Yeah, stuff like that. That's what happened.
0: Yeah, they said that to us at the hotel. They were like, yeah. Just
1: but I mean, it's like people. you're going to go to Perth, city and back in the day, people yeah. say, don't go to Northbridge or don't go somewhere. Okay. You, know, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I think I, I think it's more just a little bit like that. Have you with
2: that? Never...
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So someone's going to fly in from um, somewhere from overseas and they're going to go to Perth. Same thing. There's maybe spots one up know. there that maybe, if you're not a local, you might just want to. Monitor a bit more, but um, it's the same all over the world. But yeah, you no, know, we, we um definitely fly the flag remember for I, southern Italy. Remember,
0: we went out, we ate and had. Oh, it was amazing,
1: and I out. suppose um, the the best part about us finding out, Josie, that we potentially have the northern sort of ancestry, is that then we can, kind of say whatever we want about everywhere. Like if we do want it yeah. So, but now if, if we're going to lose the northern part of our ancestry, then we can't really. Say anything bad about the north or before that could be oh no I can, I can say that my great great grandparents are from the north i'm glad <laughs> to say that
0: with but authority yeah true. exactly
1: but now i'm not sure so what's very, that's a
0: really that's a good point um and just one other point that popped into my head before that i just want to go back to before mm-hmm. um we wrap up uh was uh diana when you were talking about those um those two chefs and yeah. um, talking about the um stuff about catholicism
2: i wonder if um so which was the chef that you said that you thought had was a little bit um a little bit dismissive was Antonio and he's he 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 spent most of his time in the north he was a bit he was originally from the south but then yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah so do you think because the way that they do a lot of the feasts and that the way that they um you know that they honor um the saints and all that kind of thing in the south is quite unique and in mm. terms of all those like, processions and the way that they um um, yeah the way that they do those celebrations it's not really seen elsewhere so I yeah, wonder if he's more maybe. looking at them in it's maybe uh, that would have been a very, really interesting I wonder if it was about the Catholicism itself or if he's looking at them thinking oh my god look at all these people walking down the street carrying a statue because I know that that does happen
2: yeah and that's what they showed they did show that which looks like a such a beautiful part of the southern culture and that that is something that I would love to experience you know because they're so um demonstrative with their faith and their their culture. And I think that's awesome. And I think it happens a little bit in the south with I mean sorry, in the north with the processions, but a few of the things he said was a bit made me think it was like a little bit like, oh, we're past we we've moved on from that, you know, like in the north we're more um we're not hanging on to these um old Useless sort of traditions, whereas Gennaro was right into it, you know, carrying the Madonna, it was just so beautiful. And I, I love Antonio Coluccio and he looks, you know, rest in peace. He looks like such a a lovely man. But I just picked up that hint, and I suspect it's not a fault of his personally, but maybe reflective of the culture in general. You know, I as we become, that kind of thing.
0: yeah, because yeah. Been, um I know that you know when the Irish and the Italians were, you know, in. Um, in America, a lot of the time, like the, the you know being told, "Oh, you're all Catholic, kind of thing, go to the same church." And the Irish people were like, "Nah, we're not doing what they're doing, kind of thing." Like in terms of like all those like processions and people walking barefoot and um, you know, the, all of that kind of thing. And it was just like it seemed it was very um, uh, very different and just not the uh, way that they um would do things in Ireland. And so that's. Um mm. just goes to show, doesn't it? So perhaps yeah, it there's something more is, well, maybe there's something, you know, north south like that as well. So Yeah. Yeah, you
1: know, it's interesting because he's born, I've just quickly looked it up, in Pietri Sumare. So that's Salerno. So he's down in Naples, he's in the Campania region. Then it says, Yeah, as you mentioned, Diana, he's moved mm-hmm. up north when he was young near Turin. So yeah, that's interesting. Coming from, you know, someone that's got all their roots in the south yeah. and was even born down there and he sort of, but a,
2: yeah, it was a little bit Obviously, like,
1: every individual's different, and maybe yeah. you know, he's seen the different culture up there and thought it was a bit, yeah, yeah weird how yeah. they go back to where he's actually from. He just, yeah. I don't know. I, ha- I have seen those guys. I have watched a few of the videos, um, but not a great deal. And I haven't really researched too much yeah. about them. i just quickly gone through and seen a few recipes and stuff. Yeah, well, good, but it is interesting.
2: The good guys, and um, beautiful, you know, beautiful scenery as as you'd expect. But um, yeah, just, just got that vibe. And, you know, we, We Interestingly, we do, you know, as Northerners, we also hear about the Southerners' form of Catholicism being mixed with a bit of influence from the um, Arabic countries, so a bit of a hybrid, you know, um, which is maybe what you're saying as well, Josie, you know, like the processions and stuff are unique. And paganism as well, don't forget. There's still all that
0: stuff left over from the ancient Romans that is still just thrown in. Um, in the south, and it's just all part of it. Yeah. But I didn't, uh, didn't know that the Northerners maybe had a bit less of that as well. Yeah, it's again, really... makes sense going back to the Roman Empire as well. Although yeah. I don't really know how far north the um Roman Empire went, though, and for, I don't know the time periods. Like I don't know um yeah
2: all that yeah, the history. Yeah. If they're
0: going to say you know Africa starts at Rome, then that kind of ties back in there. And that's one that hadn't popped up on my radar either. So, from this conversation that we've had, um, the difference in religion, if there mm. is much of a difference between mm. north and south, and also, um, yeah, talking about mafia, those um, things were not on my radar at all. So, yeah, that's why it's so good to go in and do mm. these conversations, like just cold rather than like we talk about stuff offline. So,
1: yeah. cool. so, yeah, yeah, 100%
2: and um just just one thing um you know to to even the score with regards to the the criminal stuff um my nonno the one of the famous stories in our family is after the war things were so tough um and this is not unique to this is this is quite common in the north that they were involved with smuggling stuff across the border from switzerland things like um cigarettes and different things like that and that's that's quite a documented part of history so just say I wasn't um wasn't having a a go at the southerners because we've got a bit of that on our side too so and I just think that's a fascinating part of history and indicative
1: I think of... that was happening on all the borders though yeah, yeah I know some other stories as well I mean obviously Italy is bordering France yeah um Austria yeah. Switzerland um Slovenia yeah so I've, I've heard okay. I've, I've heard other stories I mean like is very much on the border so it's kind of um I don't think that would have been too bad. Okay. I don't think I'll, I'll give your family a bit of a free pass because it's probably as easy as chucking it over the fence almost, yeah. you know. I mean, they're they're right. They're on the border. It's not a massive um big thing put together, big scheme, I don't okay. think. But, um, yeah. yeah. And and so,
2: things were very tough, you know. That's right. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yes. It's
0: been very, very interesting and stimulating for me personally. So, yeah, I feel like we could definitely – um keep going and go through a few more things down the track maybe after a little bit more research um, mm. yeah you know, that was
2: really really great mm. thanks guys for asking me because it's um yeah just been so exciting to be able to join with you in your project and no, yeah, appreciate it
1: really appreciate your time and thanks so much for being here
2: yeah thanks for coming on Deanna
0: Hi no worries well we hope that everyone has enjoyed the episode we hope that everyone's still listening people haven't tuned out halfway through um
1: no chance uh, (laughs) what's that no chance
0: uh with all the spicy talk (laughs) um so that's it for us this week thanks for listening ciao for now
1: ciao for now
2: ciao